0: I'm going to be honest with you guys, for those of you who keep tuning in, whether it be from the beginning or just recently or what have you, and for any newcomers, uh, recently I've been accidentally doing a new series, and I don't know how many episodes there has been or how many more there will be, but I've accidentally been doing a series on how to handle hard times, uh, because like some of you may know... um, I am in limbo. The next stage of my life will be in Arkansas with my mentor, Drew Christian, who has been mentioned plenty of times on this podcast since season two. And that was a long time ago, two years ago, actually. But anyway, um, and you know the, the move with my parents selling the house and me holding this job and me pursuing all these different endeavors I have, and also with bipolar disorder on top of it and my own unique personality, it, it, it's been kind of tough. Like like depression comes back in different manifestations no matter how many times I solve it. And it's usually more or less about the same thing. And I just have a different remedy for it. But the thing is what I'm sharing actually works. And I figured that it's important to document my strategies and tactics on how I handle hard times because I handle things 100% in a healthy way and 100% in a constructive way and oftentimes a unique way and uh here's like my thing is is that it, it's important to understand that sometimes systems fail and they will uh and it's important to be able to recalibrate a system it is also equally important to learn how to build a new system and like implement a new system to keep things afloat and so you know I had a hard time getting through my full time shift today at work um not just because of depression and me being unsatisfied with my current situation in life, but also because uh smoke came into the air. It's really smoky here, and it's kind of dangerous, and I'm pulling carts all day, and so it's like, you know, I I was dealing with a pretty nasty cough today. I might cough on this episode, too, and so it's like, you know, um, it's one thing to hold on to hope because of the fact that things will be different and better in the future at some point. And then there's another thing to have flexibility with life, and that's why I would like to really like emphasize in this particular episode the flexibility with life. And I've I've said this before on my podcast in a few different episodes too, but this episode I really want to be emphasizing it and eccentric with it, where it's like, you know this this morning, the my morning wasn't too bad today. You know, my parents weren't complaining or anything. We just left a little late for work. No big deal. And I got dropped off, and I was having a good time. Bought some energy drinks for my favorite people on the shift, one of the managers and one of the courtesy clerks and then myself. And by the way, that's one of my tactics. Um, And by the way, you should always give without expecting a return. That was one of my purposes in life in this podcast and I mastered it, and now my new purpose in life is to find information and share it with other people, vaguely speaking. Um, but uh, one way I get leniency from people at work is because I'm a nice guy. And when there's people I genuinely like and genuinely love working with, I like to take care of them. And then in turn, they will take care of me, cause and effect. You You get what you give. And also, I don't expect them to give me an energy drink in return or special treatment. I just gave them energy drinks because I wanted to help them get them through their shift. And their natural response is, I owe you. And I go, oh, no, you don't owe me nothing. I give without expecting a return. And everyone loves hearing that. And they're usually impressed by that, too. And um, as a social byproduct... I create social possibilities where I'm likable and lovable because of that. And I do it for different people on different shifts. Every shift I have, I buy a, a few energy drinks and hand them out to people, including myself. And, you know, you take care of your environment, it will take care of you. Not just cleaning a room, but also the people in your environment, too. You take care of them, they're going to take care of you. Natural law. And... For the people you don't like, don't buy them shit. <laughs> Unless you want to try to win them over, which is equally a good strategy, I guess. So I guess, yeah, if you want to do that, go for it. But I'm not trying to teach manipulation or nothing like that. I'm just trying to teach how to live a really good life. Give to those you love and don't expect anything in return. However, you will likely get things in return because you do that. <laughs> and... Yeah, you know, they've bought me energy drinks too. By the way, the people I like, and you know, it just makes it easy to exchange numbers. It makes it easy to get references. It makes it easy to have good co-workership. And you know, like for the there's some there's some boss girls who who work the front end, uh, and you know what, like one of them I like, but both of them aren't as nice to me as I am to them. I always greet them by their name. Hey, so-and-so, it's good to see you. And they normally say hello back. However, sometimes, like, they find me first, and they just bark orders at me without even saying hi, how are you? Fucking rude, in my opinion. And, you know, like, I I do what they say anyway because it's the job that I agreed to. However, like if you're going to be a leader, you should be you should be kind to the people that, that you're leading. That's just my personal ethics on leadership. You know, if I'm leading people, I want to get roadblocks out of the way for them and generally check in with them when I first meet them. Hey, so and so, how you doing? Hey, that's great. You know, hey, could I get you to do this please? Or it, it doesn't even have to be a question, it can also be a directive. But at least start with, hey, how are you? And a genuine check-in. And then then give the directive. I need to do okay, cool, I need to do trashes. Yeah, it's 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 way better than just directive, directive, directive. Yeah, you, know, you want to have rapport good rapport with people that you're leading, in my opinion. Or at least at least that's how I would do it if I was leading. But I, I already have ten mentors in my life that taught me good leadership. And so that that's why I understand these things. But anyhow, you know, like what, what ruined my morning was actually just what I was talking about. Was I arrived, I was purchasing things at self-checkout, the energy drinks to give to the other courtesy clerk and the manager, and then that one lady, one of the boss girls, they put being a boss girl above being a real leader is what I'm saying. <laughs> like she was like, Chad, you didn't finish the trashes? And the reason that was so insulting to me was because I just got there at eight o'clock in and I wasn't assigned to do the trashes. So you know, there there was some sort of unreasonable expectation put on me. And and I go, No, I wasn't even assigned that. And then like we had to sort that out. And then I gave the energy drinks to the right people and myself and I was able to get to my tasks. But that one unnecessary comment and the rudeness of not checking in with me was enough to like really like r- ruin the beginning of my day, to unsettle it. Where it's like, okay, so this is how this this is how today is going to be, and that's what that's that's my whole point with this podcast. You got to be welcoming of these things. So just because just because it it unsettle my morning doesn't mean I didn't welcome it. I welcomed that to my day Uh, because I understand retail is very difficult and unforgiving and I agreed to the job however that doesn't mean it doesn't affect me do you see the difference in what I'm saying I welcome it however it still affects me so you know I was thinking like okay that's how today's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be one of those days where everything's unpredictable and so it wasn't just how she treated me. It was also, you know, apparently there was no morning courtesy clerk, or if there was, they didn't do the trashes. So it made it harder for me and my fellow courtesy clerk on that same shift um, to figure out what we need to prioritize from bagging to carts to other things that we're told to do. And so I, I knew that I was really in for it. It was, it was going to be a busy day. Uh, but I still made it through my shift anyway. I was disciplined. You know, my parents taught me at a young age if you start something, you finish it. And so, like, I'm a completionist by nature, like that, too. Like, it wasn't just my parents teaching me that, it was also just my nature. I, I want to complete what I finish. I mean, I want to complete what I start, I want to finish what I start. And so, it's like we need to have flexibility with life, it's not always going to go our way. And a lot of the times, other people will unjustly create work for us. But you see, we're going to be given the opportunity to be immature about it. Where we might where we might want to complain about being like, oh man, fuck that. Fuck this shit. I don't need this shit. I'm going to quit. That's the extreme of it. But let's say it's not that extreme, right? Where it's just like, oh man, that sucks. Can't believe I have to do all this work that I shouldn't have to do. Well, you know what, motherfucker, that is life. <laughs> That's fucking life, motherfucker. Get used to it. And like I said, welcome it. It makes it easier to deal with. Doesn't mean it won't. Af- it doesn't mean it won't affect you. But you gotta welcome it. You gotta be willing to deal with it. You know that, and this is the whole strategy of not worrying about anything, where you just deal with it. I could have spent all morning and all night the other night worrying about how the shift was going to go when all I know is that when I clock in, I deal with whatever I have to deal with. And that attitude, welcoming whatever happens, even though it may affect me in some way, it's much better than worrying about it and it's much better than complaining about it. But you see, that's the thing. We don't want to take the opportunity to be immature. We want to take the opportunity To go, all right, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get right on. I'm going to finish this. I'm going to complete this. And you know what? Just go at it. You just do the work. And that's another way to cope with depression and other things like that. Just do the work. Do the things you know you should do and complete them when you should. That's how you defeat laziness. That's how you defeat procrastination. You do what you should when you should. When they assign me a task, I jump right on it right away. And then when I have spare time, I come back to the former task and complete that too. You know, sometimes it's a juggling act and that's okay. Learn to juggle. But you know what? Like the reason the reason I suggest the method of just take on the new task that's assigned to you right away is because then that defeats procrastination too. You're not putting anything off. You can finish things when you finish things. And you know what? Even if you can't finish everything, that's okay. Prioritize the hardest tasks to finish and then leave the easiest ones to finish for the other shift. That's how I do it because I'm a nice guy. I'm a really good guy like that. And you know, that flexibility with life can go into your personal life too. Maybe you were really excited to have lunch with a friend and then they had to reschedule or cancel. And then it bums you the fuck out. You have an opportunity to be bummed the fuck out. Okay, fine. Maybe you feel a little bit bummed out. But get ready to have a solo party in your room and order some pizza. Play your favorite video game. Or even just go out by yourself. Go on a solo date. And go meet some new people. Go try some new things. You know, have flexibility with life. Because my life isn't how I would like it to be right now. Ideally, I would like to be in my own two-bedroom apartment in Arkansas while holding a job that I transferred to, a different grocery store, and also making a bunch of content, video content for that matter, for the Hossack post and doing you know this and that and just cranking content out, making a name for myself, getting more followers, doing this and that. Ideally, I would love to be doing that, and maybe even dating too. Um, and for any of you people, like I checked my analytics, so apparently, like it's about fifty-fifty men and women who tune in. Women who are tuning into this episode now. I'd like to let you know, I am red pilled, but I am not on the bandwagon that most women or modern women are bad. You know, so so, so I don't feel like. Uh, I might be somebody you might dislike or nothing. But I do find it important for men to be masculine if that is their designated nature. And I have no problem with masculine women if that's their designated nature. But my problem is like I don't know how much of society and different forms of independent content are shaping people. Like I think people should just be themselves. For me, I'm just naturally masculine like that. Uh, but you know, what? like ideally, I would really love to just be in Arkansas dating, uh, going, getting a computer science education, working on a job, doing my entrepreneurial pursuits like the Hossack Post and having my own office and doing just a bunch of stuff, going out regularly. However, no, I'm stuck in Washington where I can barely afford anything. I have money but I don't want to spend it here because everything's overpriced. Even groceries. You, know, you, you, you could buy 11 different things, some small, some big. It, it will be about 65 bucks. No, I'm kidding you. That's not even including the $0.08 cent paper bag charge. Per paper bag, $0.08. Cents. Like I'm, I'm not kidding you. We got rid of plastic. Some stores have plastic. I think... A competing store in my neighborhood as plastic, but I don't know. Like, um, but yeah, you know, like my overall thing is like, my life isn't the way that I want it to be. I'm in a very overpriced state. I have a job that I couldn't live, live independently on. And, you know, I'm trying to make time for my friends and family, I'm trying to get the move going and do what I can to help with my parents with that kind of stuff when they're selling the house and all that. But, you know, the steps are being prolonged because of some valid reasons and some excuses. And, you know, like, it is agonizing to me because I have so much energy and potential to be doing a bunch of stuff right now. But I'm limited with what I can do living here. And, uh, you know what, like, my current cope right now is going to be flexibility. And all the other copes that I recently posted episodes ago... Before this one, I'm still applying those things too. You're you're kind of witnessing a new system I'm building to to maintain myself and happiness and increase happiness while living in limbo, stagnating and fighting the stagnation, and also just living a life that isn't very fulfilling in the ways that I would like it to be. So, yeah, it is a little bit depressing, but at the same time, I have that hope that things are going to work out sooner or later. Maybe by February, I don't know, but... (coughs) There's the cough. But, yeah, like a positive attitude and flexibility and also allowing myself to feel everything. We got to let ourselves feel stuff. Like... I'm not just trying to provide quick remedies to to not feel stuff. Like Embrace how you actually are in the moment, but don't let it go too far where you do negative shit. Don't take those opportunities. Take the opportunities to be constructive and positive and healthy. And in this episode, it's all about flexibility. Okay, life is like this for now, so it's going to be like this. I just have to adapt and do my best to make the best of it.